The following program is sponsored by Lindis Construction. This is the WCCO Home Improvement Show, brought to you by Lindis Construction. One call, one contractor. Lindis Construction provides Minnesota and Wisconsin with the best products and workmanship. They provide leaf guard gutters, asphalt roofing, metal roofing, season guard replacement windows, exterior siding, remodeling, new construction, and more. If you've got questions, they've got answers this hour. Here's Denny Law and Andy Lindis. Yes, indeed, we're back at it. More home improvement talk here on 830 WCCO. It's a Saturday. It's the 9 o'clock hour. Andy Lindis is in studio with mm-hmm. me. And uh, I haven't seen you for a week. I presume still another busy week. I thought about you and your cruise, though, with uh, when the weather hit. Yeah, you know, uh, it, was a, it was a cold week working outside. I bet. It, uh, it was. Uh, I, uh, I, we, me and my brother and my cousin Rick, decided uh, we're going we're gonna to help out and get out there. And we, gotta, we picked what we thought would be the easy job or they picked what they thought would be the easy job. I came in after they had already, already started said easy job. It was just two walls of vinyl on uh, on a house, but, you know, storm damage job that okay. uh, we thought, you know, we'll just remove the vinyl and put it on. The, the siding wasn't that old, so they didn't want to upgrade to anything else. And, uh, you know, the garage went really well. That took about a half a day. And then once we tear into the side of the house, the previous contractor, which was not us, another, he's a, a local guy, uh, had these installers that, they, the way they installed the windows and the house wrap on the windows, everything was, all the moisture was trapped behind the wall. Ooh. So once we removed all of the siding, they had the house wrap was tucked behind the nailing fin on, on the top of the window. And then they taped that nailing fin to the actual house wrap. So all the water was that got behind the house wrap was coming down into the actual window. And then they decided to tape the bottom of the window so there was no way for the moisture no way to, escape. to get out. So, again, this wall, I mean, if we were to really, once we had the window out of the hole, if you were to grab onto the actual sill, you could move the whole wall. Wow. I think I could tear it out. So we ended up having to resheathe the the entire side, re-insulate, sister in a bunch of suds. Uh, you know, we knew we were in for a world of hurt. My cousin Rick knew we were in for uh, a little bit longer of a project. When uh, you take out that first nail and it's uh, you, you're bringing out more rust than nail with it, <laughs> and it's usually a, a good indicator there's some moisture problems. But uh, we were able to uh, by Friday we had it all completely rebuilt and dried in. Uh, we haven't we've only installed a couple pieces of siding on that wall now. We're going to uh, get back after it on Monday and hopefully finish. But uh, I, uh, it's one of those projects. This happens a lot, not a lot, but enough that it, it's really tough to really to schedule out. You know, we're going to be out here three months from now on this date. We're going, going yeah. to be able to do it because this is a job that was really looking at taking us, you know, a day and a half. And we're three days in and we still have another day of work uh, to do there. Not difficult by any means as far as the skills that that need to do it. It's just time consuming. Everything needed. A, there's a lot more garbage that has to get we have to get rid of. There's a lot more. Uh, we had to go and get materials, unexpected and, and, and different tools, yeah. un, unexpected variable, and now we're we're worried about the rest of the house because I'm sure the other three walls on this house are all going through the same thing. I feel awful for the homeowner. You know, I already felt bad. We we in, finished installing the roof and the skylights and the leaf guard on this house 
I think it was uh, eight days before the hailstorm. Oh, boy. So all the, the roofing and the skylights, I mean, the hail came through right through the skylight. So we had the skylight all ice and watered shut, and we're trying to, we're, we're getting out there and fixing all, all of that stuff already. And now they have to deal with not only the, the hail damage work that was done, but shoddy workmanship that was done in 2008, 2009 on this house that they, they are going to have to pay some out-of-pocket expenses on that they weren't thinking they were going to have to incur. Again, this is a second home shared by a couple of different people, so these are expenses that no one thought of, and now you're worried about the rest of the place, all because it, was, it wasn't even a lack of materials that the guys had. It was just lack of knowledge and how they installed. Uh, in fact, I think it would actually take them longer to install it the way they did than the way we did. We have a great uh, video on our Facebook that you can see, me and my cousin Rick out and trying to uh, piece together the, the, this wall to, be, to the best of our ability. But I think uh, not only from an air infiltration standpoint is it a much more uh, insulated wall, but from a water infiltration standpoint, these, it should be a much more comfortable home. The amount of mold and things that we saw on this wall was, oh, was alarming. I'm sure it's in the, uh, in the rest of the house. Whew. Fun. I was thinking that's, that's our life, though. That's, that's uh, every day yes. something new, something uh, welcome something to different. your world, uh-huh. right? Now, speaking of that, I was wondering, you know, given the wind and the snow and the ice and the rain, and I'm thinking about your crews that are doing roofing jobs, and all of a sudden this stuff hits, yeah. especially with wind. How do you, how do you account? Or how do you deal with that? How do your workers deal with that? We're definitely doing a lot less each day. Everything is taking uh, a lot longer to do. Where we just have to slow down and take our time and. And really, we're only uh, um, for for an average crew that what, what we do in August. You're doing about a half amount of that work right now, and we're getting down to the end of it. We'll we'll probably be finishing up some roofing and doing some roofing that has to be done over the next couple of weeks. There's some techniques that we're going to have to do to make sure that all of these roofs seal down and and, and make it through the winter. But uh, that's that's you know, that's that's life of a roofer in yeah. Minnesota. We'll have to figure that out. But uh, I'm guessing. Uh, you know, who knows? We usually we'll get another warm snap. Uh, we might be even see 50, 60 degrees again it's be, possible. before Thanksgiving. That 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 that's happened. We've golfed yeah. in December in Minnesota oh, yeah. before, so we'll see where 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 I live. You know, just twenty miles inside of the Wisconsin border, we already have. You know, there's there's two and a half inches of snow on the ground. Everything yeah. is everything is white. And as far the, as I started coming west, it, the snow started to not show up as much on the, on the landscape, but. It, uh, I think we're looking at the, the long-range forecast. Uh, what you have to worry about is the shingles sit overnight and go by any lumber yard that, that you go by. They're all sitting outside. So they've been rained on. They've been yeah. snowed on. So the shingles and the bundles sit overnight. And, yeah, they're wrapped in plastic, but so moisture still gets in there. And then they freeze. It gets down to, what, 25, 26 degrees overnight. It looks like a long-range forecast next week. All those shingles are going to be frozen, so they have a tendency to crack, or if you don't have your gun set right, you're blowing through them. It, it just, it's just a longer process. Oh, you have yeah. to take your time and, and know what you're doing. And, and a lot of the guys don't like to work in this type of weather with asphalt, so they're moving on to other things. I know our metal roofing uh, is uh, we're going to have a lot more people installing metal over the next three months than, than we've had over the last three wow, months. So how about that? We, uh, we're moving on, but we'll, we'll still be doing siding, windows, leaf guard guys are still going strong, metal roofing going strong, asphalt roofing, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's coming to the end for sure. Close. Yeah. Uh, hang, hang on, Andy. We're going to take a break here. I want to invite our listeners to join in. If you have any kind of a home improvement question for Andy, now is your chance. You want to call it in, 651-989-9226, or send Andy a text, 81 
800-242-8807. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our Home Improvement Show presented uh, by Lindis Construction every week here in the 9 o'clock hour on CCO. Andy Lindis is in studio answering your questions by phone or by text. I see a line is open if you want to fill it. It's 651-989-9226. We have uh, a text message available to you as well, 81807. Andy, let's go back to the phones. Sue has been waiting. Patty is calling in from Brooklyn Park. Patty, Andy's listening. Hi. See, I just heard about the um, the asphalt, you know, you're kind of winding down. Mm-hmm. When is the best time in the spring then to get your um, roof redone? Really depends on on the weather, you know. Uh, Sometimes we have snow and and cold until yeah, uh, until the uh, mid May, or sometimes we can get out and start doing stuff in March. It really depends. A good rule of thumb: if you're going to hit forty forty five degrees during your daytime temp, it's probably okay to actually install the roofing. It is okay to install the roofing. Then then that's what we're going to look for, and we're going to look for. You know, when we start back up on the spring, we really want the snow to be gone. Just from a from a cleanup standpoint. It's much easier to to do a good job when you're not having to try to find nails that went into three yeah, feet of snow. That's true. Um, in fact, on, on those type of jobs, this winter, we we end up keeping track of every job we install, and once the snow is gone, we go back and and do a another cleanup because we know it's it's just impossible to get everything unless you're removing all the snow with it. So that uh, hopefully that answers your question, Patty. Yeah, it would be good if uh, we could look ahead. Yeah, in that crystal ball to find out what kind of weather is going to be because, uh, you, like you said, you could be roofing in March and not in May. Yeah, it did. It, it, <laughs> it, uh, it, 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 and then you know the road restrictions and everything that comes on in yeah, the spring for for moving the materials or the dumpsters uh, to and from. Uh, you know, with our with our setup and our and our dump trailers and that equipter that we use, that's a scissor lift dumper dumpster. We can we can get a lot of work done in the springtime and and get around the road road restrictions we don't have. To work, uh, we can just pull right into the yard and load up our load up our trailers and get to the job and do what we need to. Pretty slick. Thank you, Patty, for the question. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Marilyn is calling in from Minneapolis. Marilyn, good morning. You're on CCO. Good morning. Yes, um, the Lindus company put my gutters on my house uh, about two months ago here in South Minneapolis, and I'm very pleased. Um, this is uh, my house was built in 1951. And um, I bought the Pace Setter windows, but that company is out of business now. Yes, they well, are. Too bad. I haven't heard that name in a uh, in a long time. Oh, yeah, they're, they're great windows. However, um, the caulking in there um, is falling down inside. Now, does your company come out with some men and do caulking of windows? Yeah, we uh, we do service work on windows for sure. Now, it depends on uh, the type of caulking, but it's actual glazing bead on the glass pack. That, that that's having some issues, we we would maybe have to look at replacing that glass pack. And you're talking paste setter windows, so they're probably over 20 years old, Marilyn. Yeah. I, it would I, be I, my uh, guess. Uh, it, would it, you it, say that, Marilyn? Well, he said they're over 20 years old, but could they cock the windows? That's what I want to know. Yeah, depending on, on what, what type of caulking's failing or where the caulking's failing. You know, a lot of times... Um, you know, when I'm at houses, and I learned this, my, my father was notorious for this. We could be installing anything on the house, and he's going to go around and look at every single one of the windows on that home and, and recalk them on the outside. In fact, we had a video that was on our on our YouTube page, and, and some jack wagon troll 
started going, why are you caulking the bottom of the windows? All you can do is hold the moisture in there. Well, we weren't caulking the bottom of the window. We were caulking the J-channel to the window, and that's notorious where, from an air infiltration standpoint, it has nothing to do with, with the water drainage. Okay. If you have water coming out at that area, you've got other issues to worry about. Know that when we, we are installing siding or windows, there's a drainage plane behind that. So we're just trying to keep any wind-driven rain or wind-driven air from trying to penetrate penetrate that house so caulking along the bottom of the window which to the j channel which for some reason a lot of siders just don't do they don't do it. We, we we get out and and, and and it's not done so especially if it's a, a vinyl or a steel job that j channel doesn't seem to be caulked all the time it is on the on the sides but uh for some reason on the on the bottom it never is but thanks marilyn appreciate that you're 1-800-LEAFGUARD give uh, lindis a call like you've already done obviously i'm glad you like those great leaf guard gutters uh, Terry is calling from uh, Brooklyn Park. Good morning, Terry. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, I have a, a little question and a Reader's Digest version question or answer is just fine because I'm just now investigating um, an egress window for um, an older home, 1950 home. Um, what estimated cost uh, range should I be looking at? What is the best area of the home to put it in? Um, are there just general tips about an egress? Like you're talking about an egress know? window you want to be putting into the basement of your home? Yes, sir. Okay. It's, it's, Sorry. Yes, yep, no. And that was it. I'm just starting the exploration, but I wanted to you know, get a couple of tips from somebody before I started uh, really diving further into it. So. Awesome. Um, now we do this on a, on a pretty regular basis, and this is one of those things that that we can do pretty much all winter long, depending on on the frost. But uh, ballpark numbers, two to five thousand dollars, depending on what you're what you're doing. You know, you're talking about digging a hole, cutting into the foundation, making the frame, putting in putting in the window, and then you have a retaining wall that you're going to have to build or a kit you're going to have to get. Uh, and but it can be can be an awesome deal. Like the egress window I have in 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 my basement, it's a three light slider, and I picked that window for one main reason only is because we anytime it seems like I try to navigate those stairs to get anything down to the basement, and this is you know my 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 son's room's down there, a living where the kids' living room is, and the furniture, and you can think you know. Three kids and and their their fifty buddies that are at the house. The furniture doesn't seem to last long. <laughs> Having to move furniture <laughs> in, in, and, in and out of the out of this place. If, uh, so, but we can take all three of those windows out the, of the three light slider and move things in and out of that egress window very easily. So, and we add those to people's houses all the time. That's going to be a little bit more expensive. Now, if you're looking at a minimum size egress window to maybe make a an extra bedroom in the house mm-hmm. from a three bedroom to a four bedroom. Now that money is gonna gonna come back to you really really quickly in how you increase the value of your home by adding that and not to mention if it's a li- if it's a living room or a man cave or some kind of you know a party area down there adding that much natural light makes can make a, a make difference. some big difference it it really can open up that room so but two to five thousand dollars and and just uh, deal with the right person and uh, it should be a, a simple project very good thank you Terry good luck with that again one eight hundred leaf guard if you want to call Linda's Construction. I tell you what, Andy, we have uh, take a break. We have another half hour of the show to go. So if you did not get your question answered this half hour, we have another half hour or so to go. 651-989-9226. Or again, send Andy a text, 81. 81-
1-800-227-8807. In the Twin Cities, 32 here on CCO. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our home improvement show brought to us by Linda's Construction every week. For quite a few years now, Andy, I can't, I, I've lost count, actually. I, I, so, I, you probably so, have, too. So have I. But we do have callers. We do have textures. If you do have uh, any kind of a home improvement question, uh, again, either by phone, which is 651-989-9226, or text 81807. We'll pick up on some text messages in just a bit. Uh, Nate is calling from Bloomington, however. Go ahead, Nate. Thank you. Good morning, gentlemen. How's it going? Good. Good. Hey, I, I have a question. Um, I... I recently, honestly, just got hired by Renewal by Anderson. Okay. And I'm looking to uh, find some good websites for window terminology because I'm going to be actually building windows there. I start next week, and I'm just kind of curious if you might know any good websites or, or books or anything. on Lindisconstruction.com. Um is uh, there's plenty of uh, YouTube videos too. If you were to search Linux Instruction on the the parts, and I actually there's one of the video where I actually walk through the Season Guard factory and show people how the the window is actually installed or made before it's installed. That that might be a a good place to go. Yeah, and maybe your own company too. Yeah, <laughs> possibility. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure Renewal probably has something. This. I don't know if this is a the the best highlight for their training program. <laughs> I, you know, I, uh, oh my! Uh, uh-huh. So uh, I, I'm guessing they have. Uh, you're going to learn everything you, you need to before uh, <laughs> before your windows are installed. But right. uh, that's a first. I uh, should say, and good luck. Nate. <laughs> good luck, Nate. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Jerry is calling from St. Paul. Go ahead, Jerry. Yes, sir. Uh, Andy, I have a question here. Uh, I believe you said that you install uh, gutters and windows uh, all winter long. And if you do, I'm assuming that you have to use caulk. And then how can you apply caulk when it's below freezing temperatures? Well, um, we, we got to make, obviously, if, if the caulking, the, the actual tube was allowed to freeze itself, then it, you wouldn't be able to use it. And this is one of those things that... Uh, why it takes longer to do everything in the winter because you're constantly warming things up in your van or you're setting up a spot inside the house. You know, with, with windows, you're inside the home and you can put all of your materials materials right there. And we really don't put gutters on year-round. Um, we do some, but eventually the roofing and, the, and everything will get too icy and too much snow build up where actually removing the old gutters can be very, very dangerous. Um, but, and there's different types of, of caulking too, believe it or not, before we set, uh, settled in on one particular, uh, caulking that we use or silicone that mm-hmm. we use for leaf guard called Coprolastic, I believe it was 15 different tubes we tested in the, in the cold and, and that we actually tested to see how it works for expansion and contraction with aluminum before we settled in on, on that particular one. So it was something that we, uh, we went through a lot of thought on and, uh, and, and we're constantly looking for, for new and better ways to do it. OSI has been a, a fantastic partner for Linus Construction, and they actually come out to our office and train people on on applying the different types of products that they have, they have some. Their quad caulking is is probably the the number one used type of silicone in this market for siding. And there's lots of siding that goes on in in all winter long, where you have to 
caulk it so and 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 a color match caulk so and it has to and it's something that's going to be visible so it has to be done oh, yeah. done done well too but they have a wide 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 variety of products to choose from not only in the caulking but in all the different glues and, ad- and adhesives that they have as well that they that they train us on thank you jerry 651-989-9226 text 81807 uh, andy text says is it better to put siding on a house before a new deck or the deck on before the new siding. What would you do? Long as you're installing the ledger board um, before you actually install the siding, I would do the siding with the ledger board flashed the proper way and uh, with the proper drip cap, and then uh, come in after that and install install the decking. It would be a faster job that way. I think it would be a more efficient job working around the deck and cutting the siding around the deck versus just the the ledger board. It's a it's a much faster and easier way to install the siding. Now, depending on the contractor that you're working with. Um, right now, siding in the in the Twin Cities, the vast majority of contractors have a very long lead time. I'm one of them. I uh, we just we just do. It's just uh, the siders that those installers are 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 you know it takes a long time to train and and we were we had a three month backlog before any type of hail ever hit here. So we've been working our way through this. This is why me, Alex, and Rick were installing a vinyl siding job that uh, was supposed to be a day, day and a half of job that we're still having to go back to on Monday because the previous sider didn't know what he was doing. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of things that you can do wrong on the siding, not just making it look good aesthetically, but with when it comes to water infiltration and air infiltration problems. This this wall, again, you can see the video on our Facebook page. I can poke my hand right through the the sheathing, the OSB. I can grab it. I grab a chunk and just pull it off. And I was showing Denny Denny the pictures again. These, this is something that was installed in 2008, and I'm guessing that it's recently been, it's been rotten since 2010. There's, there's there's no way that this is a recent thing, and it's just the first rain. The first first type of moisture after that siding was installed, they they had issues starting right then. It's just a, it was that poorly done. So six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. If you want to phone in your question or send a text eight one eight zero seven. Text says this, Andy. We are replacing siding and aluminum trim due to hail damage. Should a drip cap always be placed above windows and doors? Where should caulk go around the windows? Well, yes, there should always be a, a drip cap, and when we install the drip cap, there's some things that we do. I mean, again, you can go check out our YouTube videos on how we install windows, but there's some things that we do with the actual weather barrier and the tape that uh, that we install with the windows to really ensure that it's going to be weather tight. So, again, uh, go to our YouTube channel, just search Linux Instruction Window Install, and you should be able to find it, or go right to our webpage and go to the window page. There's plenty of videos on it there, but I would definitely install a drip cap. And where we're going to install the caulking, it is really going to depend on the type of window installation that that we're doing. Is it is it a we're going up to the actual frame of the window with our J channel, or do you have a brick mold installation that 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 you're doing? So, and that's going to depend on that. Texter has another question for unfinished for your crawl space. Do you leave the insulation exposed or cover with plastic? Covering with plastic this summer showed moisture behind it so i took it off i believe the in the crawl space the the what the, the plastic should go on before the insulation and, and where we've had our best luck insulating these spaces have been with a spray foam application and make sure that you're putting the if you're going to put plastic down put it along the actual earth itself too and in a lot of times those spaces require some kind of dehumidification 
that you're going to ha- be having to run if you're going to try to insulate or encapsulate that area. But I know that there's a lot of houses like this where they put those additions on. And I always go back to uh, there's a daycare um, in Minneapolis that we worked on, and they had an addition put on the back of the house, no basements, crawl space there. And, and this is where the, 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 the children spent the, the vast majority of their time. It was all set up. You know, to be a daycare with stations and okay. and all you know small tables and, and and things of that nature. But the floor in the wintertime was always cold, and it's because it was it was uninsulated. Yeah. It was more, built more like a three season porch than anything. And we went in there and we encapsulated everything. What I mean by that, we we spray foamed the 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 actual floor itself, the walls, and then the actual ground. And then and we, we encapsulated the entire thing and an immediate difference. And, and the, the people, I mean, the, the, that customer got me so much work because it seems like she just went up and down that street telling everybody what a great <laughs> job we did and how, what a difference we, we did in their house. So it does make a big difference when done properly. But what, what you're seeing here, that's, that's, uh, you should be worried about that. You did the right thing by removing it. If yeah. there's mo- there shouldn't be, you don't want moisture trapped in your insulation. That's not a good thing at all. I know the work itself is not going on this time of year, but uh, can people still call like you guys, Luke, and uh, if they want a new deck just to get some ideas well, about we're installing decks, yeah. You yeah. still oh, are. Oh, yeah. Listen to you. We, we, we went out and we, we got our, we, we're, we're still going strong on the deck. So, it, uh, yeah, that's going to shut down. Does that make a difference here. since you're able to do that with the, uh, what do you call that? The, the, the diamond piers? The diamond yeah, piers. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we have a new pier system that we are researching right now that I think can even do more. And I think it'll actually be approved for, for the, the soil types where we can't use diamond piers, there's certain municipalities and certain soil types where, where they don't allow us to do diamond piers. And I, I still want to debate one, but we'll maybe we'll cross that bridge yeah. and have that subject uh, another day because I, I do believe them to be a lot more stable than, than, than just putting in a, a normal pier. For those, you know, you've talked about this over the last few years, but what ex, ex, explain, draw us a picture of what the, the, this footing looks like or how well, it works. You're not digging a hole at all. And and we have a jackhammer that we, we have an attachment for for specifically driving in these posts. If you imagine a, a we'll call it a concrete ball, but it's not a ball; it's more diamond shaped. You know, and it has it has sides, and every one of those sides there's a hole through that ball with a tube. And we take solid piping and we drive in all different directions. So I believe that the diameter ball of earth that would have to move is like eight feet in diameter. Whoa. So it really is a stable pier system that we use on a lot of different decking. Now, we're, we're still you doing that, and then we will be actually uh, um, be, be, be going and doing a lot of decking over the next month. But we also have a lot of refacing projects that we're going to be doing where we're not having to do anything with the footings. We're where somebody built a deck and they have it have it built well, 16 uh, inches on center, or maybe we just have to do some reframing and use the existing footings. But yeah, my decking guys will be doing work that. all winter long, and uh, as soon as we uh, can't do much decking, then uh, we'll be back on the interior remodeling train uh, as uh, working okay. as carpenters uh, doing that because we have it's plenty of kitchens there. and bathrooms and things of that nature to get built yet this winter. To keep you busy. All right, Andy, hang on. We'll uh, take a bit of a break here. We, we invite our listeners. They're calling in right now, 651-989-9226, or send a text, 81807. We'll pick up on those text messages when we return as well. 
This home improvement show brought to us by Linda's Construction every Saturday here in the 9 o'clock hour. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're back. 32 is our Twin City temperature reading, still overcast. Andy Lindis helping us out here on our Linda's Home Improvement Hour here on CCO Radio. As you can see, Andy, we have texters, we have callers uh-huh. as well. Let's uh, let's go to Terry, who's calling from Mankato, Minnesota. Thanks, Terry. What can we do for you? Well, yeah, I was just wondering, what would be a normal humidity level for a house? And my house, I got to tell you, it was built in 53. Okay. So it's an old... It's an older place. Well, normal or what is recommended um, are are, are two different things. You know, I I think normal humidity level, a lot of the ones I see, when I go into some place that's having issues, I'm seeing readings of uh, 50, 60% humidity, sometimes more than that. It's usually they got the April air on or some kind of system that, that that is pumping it. I think in the... Like at my house, when like this time of year, I'm under thirty percent, and 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 if you were to Google humidity level to temperature outside, it'll come up with a table that'll give you some recommendations, and I want to say it's under twenty percent for the recommendation once it gets below zero. If you're going to try to avoid any frost up issues mm-hmm. or, or or moisture issues inside your house, the the, the thing is. To have a properly running range and a, and a properly running bath fans, things like that, that when when you when you shower or you're, you're cooking, that you're able to kind of get get that moisture out of your house. My my dehumidification system that is in my basement runs year round. It'll kick on at, at different times of the year, and I have that set at thirty percent. So okay, that that. Uh, that that hopefully that helps answer answer your question. But every house is going to be different. Every house can tolerate some different ones. And sometimes it's just what what you what what you feel comfortable comfortable. In. And, comfortable. and I know a lot of people that will run a humidifier in their bedroom, but have the humidifier run in their basement <laughs> at the same time. So um, uh, that happens at my house on a, on a, on, a, on occasion. Uh, James is calling from Duluth with a question. James, what can we do for you? Oh, thanks. Yep, I have a. Uh... Uh, my cabin here down in uh, Solon, it's about 40 miles south. It's got a metal roof, and on the south side, the snow and ice in the spring has taken off the rain gutters. Oh, yeah. So I'm wondering, is there a solution to that problem? There sure is. It's called LeafGuard. Sweet. Sorry? It's called LeafGuard. Um, our, uh, our gutter system actually has a hood on it, and it's the only type of system that we will install with a metal roof. Because the way snow type type wants to come off the metal roof, it'll grab that gutter. And if you have an ordinary gutter up there, I go to a lot of this spring. I bet you I'll have twenty jobs that I have to go out to that snow and ice. Not only remove the gutter, remove parts of the soffit and oh, fascia board with yeah. it. Um, or even I've had rafters I've had to repair because of that. Or or uh, thing. So yeah, it can be a it can be a difficult task. But the way LeafGuard is shaped, it's shaped to discourage anything but liquid water from entering the trough. So when snow wants to slide off your metal roof, it's going to be able to come off there. It's, and there's nothing to catch it on there. And there's no ice dam that's built up on the gutter. Now, if you have an ice dam because of heat loss building up on your roof, that's a that's a different different type of fix that we'll have to look at. But LeafGuard is the the only gutter system I would recommend with a metal roof because because of that. Now, James, where you saying he has the cabin south of Duluth, I believe he said. Yeah, he's at Solemn Springs. We get up there. Uh, Do you? Okay. Yeah, we, we get up in that area on, on, a, on, a, on a pretty regular basis, so wonderful area. Yeah, you want to yeah. get the best deal and make it happen, uh, James, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Just call Linda's Construction.
and get those leaf guard cutters. You must drive quick. So Solon Springs got to be about an hour and a half south of Duluth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tim is calling from Lake Elmo with a question. Go ahead, Tim. Well, thank you. Andy, I'm, uh, I'm living in a house that was built in the 60s. It's a brick house or brick facade. And evidently they thought it was very artistic to squish the mortar hanging out. Um, so every brick has, you know, the mortar sticking out a half inch uh-huh. to an inch in yeah. some spots. And now it's crumbling? Yeah, well, I see snow building up on it, and I'm wondering, you know, is there something, should I knock that stuff off and, and re, re, um, mortar those joints? Um, no. You wouldn't, wouldn't do it? You know, unless you're, you're comfortable, you know, doing that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't look at uh, at doing that. I would maybe talk to a professional, and and we have a couple of guys that are are very capable of this now. We're in a much better spot than we were a year ago dealing with uh, masons. We have some some pretty good masons that we're working with right now. This isn't something I don't think you're going to want to get done yet this winter. But uh, I see a lot of brick facades that 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 have that, and, and it was a it was a, a particular look that that mason mm-hmm. was was going for. Um, but I. I I wouldn't just knock it off and try to repair it right now unless I, I had some some professional help with me. Okay. The comment I, I want to make is that I heard you say you refinished your basement and you got the kids down there and 50 of their friends. And I always tell people never refinish your basement because they won't move out. <laughs> there, is, there, there is that. Um, so some good sound advice, I'm sure. Thanks, Tim. All right, uh, we, thank you, Tim. We've got a couple of minutes to go. There's a texture that said, uh, and I know you have a comment on this, uh, looking at a 2004 lake home with a wood walkout basement. Any opinions or thoughts on wood basements? I know you do. I, I have some that I built 30 years ago or my company built 30 years ago that uh, work awesome. In fact, uh I uh, live in one of those houses that have a wood basement we built 30 years ago. So um, I think, for me, the wood basement just seems to feel more like an actual living space than a basement, and it doesn't seem to get nearly as musty or damp as some of uh, the the block basements that I've been in, Um, especially if you have it done proper with the, the proper drain tile and the proper drainage and um, if you're worried about it, about it uh, and you're looking at this, uh, I would uh, maybe give uh, Jesse Treble from SafeBasements.com a call and have him inspect the house and see what his, his thoughts are in putting in a, in a drainage system. But if it's never been wet and it looks like there's no mold or any of those type of issues, I would have no problem whatsoever purchasing that house with a with a wood walkout. Not at all. All right. We have less than a minute to go here, Andy, uh, but uh, maybe we can remind our listeners what's uh, going on. We were talking about windows a lot to this hour. Mm-hmm. So uh, give us the deal you've got going on now. Free labor on the installation of Infinity Windows by Marvin or our Season Guard windows. Both these windows were designed in, with the glass packs that we use and the installation techniques, techniques that we use designed specifically for the northern climate. So you're going to get the best of both worlds with solar heat gain, condensation issues, and most importantly with the air Filtration steps that we're going to take. It's going to be a much, much more comfortable window in the wintertime. Free labor, linuxconstruction.com. See you next week. Yes, sir. With more home improvement here. If you want to get in touch again with, like Andy said, 1 800 LeafGuard or linuxconstruction.com.